Pod Boys Productions. Okay, I gotta start recording here. That's the only thing I can think of to do right now. I, uh, oh man, I just, uh, well, this is the king of the pod, uh, Drew here. I don't know what just happened. I got on one of my dragons, you know, and, um, I think I, I was kind of in like a blind rage. Uh, you know, my counselors have been conspiring against me, if you're, as you listeners well know by this point. I mean, it started a long time ago when I was forced out of Casterly Pod, my, my, uh, my seat, um, by unknown enemies that took it over. I've been forced to hide out in the Echo Park, far away from Casterly Pod, which I think has been raised to the ground. I don't know, but speaking of raised to the ground, I I just went to Brooklyn, like in a bit of a rage. Like I said, I I can't even remember what happened. I think I burned down a lot of it though, um. My counselors might, I don't even know, I didn't even think about it at the time that, you know, I was just in such a rage. I don't, uh, um, let's see if, let's see if um, my Lord Hand is still alive. Um, Lord, Lord Hand? Oh, uh, yes, yes, hello. Oh, okay, you're still with us. Uh, yeah, just, uh, just here, hanging out in South Brooklyn, you know, the only part of Brooklyn that is, uh, you know, free from the devastation that, 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 that just randomly was wrought on Brooklyn this week. Oh, yeah, it's on fire, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of smoke, a lot of smoke. Luckily, the wind's blowing inward, so, you know, it's mostly Jersey's problem. You didn't see what happened, though? Uh, no, no, I did not see what happened. Um, very confusing. A lot, lot of blood, a lot of, lot of fire. Um, well, typical for my lord hand here not to know what's going on, unfortunately, but... <laughs> I don't feel like I deserve that. <laughs> well, you never found out... The conspirators against me, Lord Hand, and then you know I I just got so upset about it. I think I I kind of went into a little bit of a, a a tizzy, and I think you know I'm not saying I'm responsible for the devastation in Brooklyn, but I'm not saying you know it's not your fault for making me upset. Poetically, um, I was too busy, you know, hanging out at Coney Island to solve the mystery, and uh, I survived the mis- survived the whole thing because I was at Coney Island, so. You know, just uh, the fire didn't make it down to the down all the way down there. Though. Yeah, I really recommend cold beaches at this time of the year. <laughs> yeah, did you ride the cyclone? You know, I fucking rode the cyclone. Go cyclones! All right, good. That's not burned down. Uh, well, I I I hate to hesitate to ask, but have you heard from Lordnum, our one of my other main counselors of late? Um, sadly, um, I cannot. I cannot locate Lordnum. Uh, I can only pray for the Mother's mercy on his behalf, um, and uh, hopefully we'll find him. You know. Well, you know. Uh, so yeah, the fire. It was. Uh, yeah, it was. You know. I, I, I'm sure it has nothing to do with my my previous blind rage that I just got out of. So Lordnum's probably cool. He's probably didn't get burned alive or get like a stone that fell on him or a bell or something. Um, but anyway, how about this past Sunday, Lord Hand? It was a humdinger of a Sunday with all the exciting stuff that happened. I know I know your Spurs didn't play, or maybe they did, but it wasn't an important game, but that's not what I'm talking about. 
they did play actually, and they uh, they drew with Everton, giving us the one point we needed to hold off Arsenal. Uh, if you listened to the last uh, pod, you knew it wasn't actually that dire, but we did get the extra point, so it didn't have to go to goal differential. And uh, you know, it's the second year in a row that we've been ahead of Arsenal at the end of the year, and uh, that's important for Spurs fans. So, okay, but still, that was that was not the main event, certainly. On well, it depends on who you ask. Certainly, if you're asking people in North London, it was the main event. Okay. Well, I, the king of the pod, I'm not in North not London. North London. Get there. I think I bit my tongue while I was in that rage. <laughs> uh, I was not in North London, nor do I care about it. So I'm talking about we had back-to-back Game 7s in the nib of the NBA that were quite exciting. Did you watch those? I know we normally talk Game of Thrones here. I there was a big episode there as well, but it was all kind of a lead-up of the day, for me at least. I, I did basically a triple header. Yeah, um, you know, luckily for uh, for you and our audience, I did it with my ex on Friday, so Saturday and Sunday. I was just uh, completely shook, curled up on the couch, just uh, watching sports, and uh, I did happen to see both those games and Game of Thrones. And if you wouldn't have done that either way? I don't know. I have an active social life when I'm not, you know, emotionally rattled. Well, it seems like you're frequently emotionally rattled as part of your, your social life. I'm sensitive. Based on your Twitter that we've talked about before. <laughs> By the way, Lord Hand, I've mentioned this to you before. Maybe it wasn't when, you know, during the small council session, but when you're on these tweets, you got to work in, you got to work in some more advertising for the show here. The various Brooklyn Rebound Network shows and people subscribe to this podcast Product feed if you're not right yes. now, but... You know, sorry about that. Instead of saying like I'm curled up on the couch because life is bad to me and I'll just watch a Tottenham or whatever, say I'm uh, luckily I have Brooklyn Rebound Network to listen to. All fifty four of my followers um, will appreciate that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a small sample size, but you know, it's still it's hard micro targeting. But it's here. a dedicated fan base. All right. So anyway. Uh, you know, I, I, we're going to talk the bells, I suppose, this Game of Thrones episode, you know, but uh, how, how, the the games were really good, so I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit because I don't know if I'll be able to. I know you and uh, you and uh, Lordnum, if he's alive still, which again we don't know, might might talk later in the the week about some Niba action, but I want to get my two cents. In. Well, I mean, it was yeah, so. The, the Blazers game was uh, was good. Um, CJ McCollum from uh, a Browns fan, so I like him for that, despite the fact that he's just really good as well. Why does being a Browns fan ensure that you like CJ McCollum? Uh, I think you could probably connect the dots on this one, Lord Hand. Is, uh, he went to Lehigh, right? Is that in Ohio? No, I don't think so. I think it's in Pennsylvania. It's a Patriot League school. Then what are you talking about? I, I'm CJ McCollum is a Browns fan. I've seen him tweeting about the Browns, so I like. Oh, him. Oh, he's a Browns fan. Okay, okay. I thought you said as a Browns fan. My bad. Oh, my okay. Bad. Now I get the confusion. I was like, wait, what, what's you? What's the problem here? Um, yeah. So. Also, Evan Turner. Yeah, yeah. He went. Well, yeah, he went to Ohio State, which I don't really care about that much. But yeah, he's an Ohio guy as well. I think he might not be even, but he went. Yeah, but he's related to it. The villain. He's is that was his nickname back in the day at least, because mm. of his face I guess. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he did much this season, but yeah, he he had a pretty good game there, game seven. 
Um, got some assists going. So how about these Blazers, though? You know, um, as we as we record our council session right now, they're locked into game one against those Dubs, who unfortunately the Rockets couldn't take care of. But uh, do you think that these Blazers have any chance uh, in, in the Western Conference Finals here? I've got Warriors in five, um, but I really love this Blazers team. It's fun. Um, you've got Cantor um, on his ninth life, just out here grabbing offensive rebounds. Uh, earlier tonight, before we started recording, I saw him just fucking like swat a ball out of I think Iguodala's hands. Um, just playing out of his out of his mind um, in a season when the New York Knicks just cut him because they didn't think he could play for them uh, in the fucking lottery. Oh yeah, which um, I love. Lillard and McConnell, um, I, I, I always love a team that gets, you know, huge minutes off their bench with Zach Collins and Evan Turner and, uh, you know, R.I.P. Rodney Hood, but, uh, you know, Seth, Seth Curry. Can't talk enough about Seth mm. Curry and how um, in the elimination game in this series, I need a steady cam to just, like, follow their mother around and see who she loves more. I mean, she definitely loves Steph more. I think she loves Seth more. I really? think Seth is her baby. Oh, because he's younger? I think she thinks Steph can take care of herself, and Seth is her baby. That's currently my hypothesis. Hmm. I don't know. I feel. Uh, what's the mom's name again? I was saying Aisha, that's Steph's wife, though. Yeah, unfortunately... Sonia? Is it Sonia? I was about Maybe. to say, unfortunately, I don't know, but I think it's Sonia. Sonia and Dell. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, Seth Curry... Yeah, it's a Curry Bowl, um, I guess... It's not quite Clegane Ball. Or is it? No, they don't hate each other. Well, we can only hope it's more interesting, politically, than the Clegane Ball. Well, I don't know if it will be, but hopefully it will. Um, Usually, Seth mostly only plays, like, during more garbage time type of... At least that's what he's mostly been doing this year. He played a little bit in the last game, but... He played played some big minutes in that Denver series. Like, he hit some big shots. He and Ronnie Hood... Everyone had to play in four OT. Uh, he it, as a backup for Rodney Hood, but he they both had a clear role in that series. Yeah. So, the, but back to the game seven, I guess that that one didn't. I mean, that still had a, a good finish. Not not anything crazy like the other the Eastern Conference game, but it was close. But it wasn't that yeah. close. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, the I thought that Denver would be knocked out with the four like sooner because of that four OT game that they were the loser of. Jokic played so many minutes, all that. But then they'd bounce back and everything. So then I was thinking Denver again. But no, it's still, yeah. it still ultimately might have been the deciding factor of that one game because it was so, you know, crazy intense. Uh, leave it all on the floor type of thing when that was only, what, game three of the series. So Yeah, I mean, ultimately it comes down to, like, Dame didn't have a great game, but they got a lot out of McCollum, and then they got a ton out of guys, you know, four through nine on the depth chart. And Denver was really relying on guys one through three, and it wasn't happening. Yep. So, and then, the so, yeah, the, I mean, it's cool. I'm happy for Blazers fans. Like, the, with the Nuggets, you know, they basically just, they didn't come out of nowhere, but, like, people don't even think they'd be that good this season as they were. And they have plenty of time. Yeah, yeah it, this is their first year as a contender. Like, they'll be back, whatever. Um. So, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I probably agree with you five or maybe six games, but probably five or six for the Dubs to win that one. But, uh, yeah, hopefully Dame can make 
a little noise. You know, if he just wins them a game or two and then, you know, McCollum keeps it up and all that. Who knows? Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. And Durant not playing, obviously, or at least not right now. So I don't know. But when let's head up north for a minute. Uh, you know, the wall's down. The White Walkers are all dead. And the Raptors are going back to the Eastern Conference Finals courtesy of Kawhi Leonard just basically just putting him on basically it's like the episode of I guess the hard home episode where the the uh everyone just jumps on the Giants back to carry them out of there right that's basically what Kawhi has done here they got nothing out of almost anyone else on that team and they won game seven by two points at the very end um and like that shot bounced four times before it went in which shout out to twitter at least not the first time that's happened this season um, yeah, but but it's gotta be the first time in, in anything like any scenario like that like you know it's game seven like it was the first buzzer beating game i think i i think i am remembering the tweets that i write correctly uh, i was the first buzzer beating game winner in um game seven history Okay. Oh, in game seven history of uh, any round doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. Since they expanded to seven. Yeah, I mean, I was all, I was rounds. rooting for the Sixers. You know, lightly rooting for them because I, I I just I was too. I do like Kawhi a lot. I wish wish he was on a team I could root for more. Maybe next year be on the Clippers. I'll root for him. But um, but you know, I just don't like the Raptors as much. I mean, I kind of feel a rivalry because of the Cavs. Even though we always with LeBron, we always it was LeBron. Yeah, not beat much them, of a li- rivalry. So yeah, but I still kind of like that. I don't have any problem with the Sixers, even though I know a lot of people are annoyed with them because of Embiid and how they act and everything. But you know, people find I them annoying. Him. But I, I like him too. I mean, he's getting a little. I I do see what some people are saying like he's taking it a little far with his jokes and stuff. Like he's, you're not that funny, sure. Dude. But um, but yeah, he's crying after that. Uh, which I mean, I don't blame him for that one. That was brutal. Yeah. No. Um. I mean that. I mean that really like cemented it like that 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 very much humanized him and like i was already on his team like i i am team Embiid henceforth like i want him to win a finals now and of course Kawhi is like the least human human athlete the uh, he's athlete. a fun guy man um but yeah i mean that that was one of my mo- my favorite like sports watching moments and while i was at the bar you know i was pretty there's a, everyone's watching the game and then I, like, when, once the ball hit the rim, I literally went, like, no. Like, I shouted out, no. And then it was, like, two seconds later, it traps in. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. Like, wow, I called it too soon. But it was it was a, a fun time for me. And, yeah, yeah, that's a memorable one, you know. Um, brutal for, for the Philly fans. But I guess same, a little similar to the Nuggets, not how they build a team or anything like that. But just, um, you know, they, they're – new to being back you know up contending or contending in quotes yeah so raptors been it's brutal it's brutal for brett brown because like he's going to get the blame and he's going to get fired and like they lost by two points in game seven like they were right do you think he actually is going to get fired oh absolutely he's going to get the dwayne casey treatment well maybe not as bad because he didn't win coach of the year right or they don't even announce that yet today uh no, but he won't. Win. He won't win Coach of the Year. Um, Coach of the Year is uh, Bud. I was just saying that because of the because I said the thing about Casey. Because Dwayne Casey, yeah. But yeah, for uh, so I mean, I still think the Bucks will win the series because like Giannis versus Kawhi is pretty. You know, they both carry their team, but the Bucks have more 
you know, a better supporting cast, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, the thing that the Philly series, sorry to jump on you, it sounded like you were going to say something else. The thing that the Philly series showed is that Toronto has absolutely nothing from their bench and really are relying on Kawhi. And for the first time in Giannis's life, that's not true of him. Um, and this is going to be really rough for Toronto if um, those threes start falling. Because Giannis is going to get Giannis's shots. Yeah, so what are you calling this one in? Six, Bucks and Six. Yeah, I like that. So Bucks dubs most likely we'll be seeing. But uh, yeah, if the Blazers could somehow win, I mean, that would be amazing. But I guess at the same time, I might be kind of like, you know, as a Cavs fan, like, oh, I almost thought, like, oh, just let the Warriors win again just because, or at least have them go. Right. Because I'm not like, oh, if, you know, we could have done it this year. But I want to see Bucks Warriors, and I want, I really want the Bucks to win. And I think that of all the teams left, they obviously are the only one that has a shot. Um, and I think that they absolutely could. I don't know if they will. Uh, you, oh, you're saying over the Warriors? Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean... I'm trying to think back to the regular season this year. I feel like they might have had some good regular season games, but I can't remember for sure. Uh, they played twice, yeah. obviously, um, and I don't remember any of those oh, games. Well. Uh, it doesn't matter, but uh, yeah, I mean, especially if Durant just doesn't come back, which I think he probably will, but if he doesn't, that could make it really interesting. I think Durant to the Knicks is a done deal, um, okay. especially since they didn't get Zion. Oh, yeah, we should mention that as well. So just a couple hours ago from this recording, they uh, did the... I was at work, so I missed it, but I didn't miss much because the Cavs got fifth, I think, and the Knicks got third, which I do... I still... I mean, like, I... I, it's funny that the Knicks always get pissed on, like, Knicks fans, but, I mean, I, I kind of feel yeah. bad for them at this point. I kind well, of wish the they would have just got it. Yes. The Knicks so, like, organization be doesn't deserve Zion. The Knicks fans absolutely did. Yeah, so... And then the, and the Pelicans definitely don't deserve them, so that's pretty whack. Well, let's talk about this. Do you believe that the NBA draft is rigged? Or that the NBA lo- draft lottery is rigged? No, but I'm a Cavs fan, so it's, it's not really... Like, people are going for my opinion on this one. Because people think you that's what Kyrie made. and Bennett back to back, and and no one knew that that draft like didn't have anyone good in it at all. <laughs> the Anthony Bennett one did it have anyone in it? Honestly, that might have been the Giannis draft. Someone better than him. Uh, but I forget. Still, for yeah, there's no good number one. Pick. Yeah, no. Uh, among consensus, number one players, uh, probably you picked the worst one. I mean, he's currently not in the league, um, and that's like your team management's fault but like you've got two number one picks in a row and i think three out of five no uh yes because yeah because well, then we got wiggins and trader for kevin love so yeah Kyrie bennett and then wiggins slash love yeah there was a little space between the the Kyrie and anthony bennett one but oh, yeah. okay and then yeah and then i think it... but it was three out of five i believe so yeah and of course we got lebron you know years before that yeah. So see, yeah. I genuinely feel like the NBA draft lottery is rigged in favor of teams that let generational talent walk because of mismanagement, a la the Cavaliers with LeBron the first time, um, and the Pelicans with Anthony Davis right now. Um, and I don't think there's anything anyone can say to talk me out of it. Like you can absolutely try. I welcome you to try. It's uh, I mean, the only thing I don't about you saying it's you think it's definitely rigged, but. 
I kind of get it in like the Cavs case with the Kyrie thing, LeBron leaving, but why? And you're saying the same thing with Davis, but why? Like, what? I just don't understand in th- cases like this. Why wouldn't the league want the star to go to New York, especially since they haven't had someone in so long? I mean, because the league doesn't have a great relationship with James Dolan. Like, James Dolan has taken one of the signature franchises of the NBA and turned it into mush, like, employed Isaiah Thomas to run his team and then uh, allowed Isaiah Thomas to, like, sexually harass and or abuse um, interns or whatever happened there. Um, I was too young to know. Wait, you weren't that young. This didn't happen that long ago, did it? That was, like, 2004. Oh, I thought it was sooner than that, but... And, like, continually has made, like, wrong decision after wrong decision. And, like, throughout just fucking New York legend Charles Oakley. Um, just because, like, they had beef or whatever. Not to mention that blues music he's always playing, too. <sighs> Honestly, JD in the straight shot is the worst thing that has ever happened to the NBA. I mean, like, the NBA, like, New York needs the NBA and the NBA needs New York. And, like, I don't care about the Knicks at all. Um, obviously, I'm obviously I'm a fan of the league, first and foremost. Um, but I was a fan of the Mavericks first. Uh, like, I don't care about the Knicks. But it's, like, it's the premier market in the world and also America. Especially that Brooklyn, most of it's probably burned down now. Uh, yeah, again, well... Through my fault, yes. but... Barclays is gone. The Nets are gone. R.I.P. Karis LeVert. Um, like, n- basketball needs, like, the Lakers and the N- Knicks to be good. Like, they need that fan engagement. Or more and more, it seems like they don't need that, and that's great. Um, but James Dolan is not, like, a friend to the league. He's fucking ruined the a signature franchise of the league. Um, yeah. And then the, the Pelicans at one point were, like, owned by the league and stuff, so that is a little sketchy, too, but... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think they deserve, um, after the Anthony Davis debacle, I don't think they, I know people would say the same about the Cavs don't deserve Zion either, but, you know, it would have been a fun story for him to go to New York, if only just to see how the Knicks screwed that one up, you know, but. Yeah, or Atlanta or yeah. the Suns. Atlanta would trade that trade. I don't know. A 6%, yeah, a 6% chance. I honestly would love to see Zion and Trey. I mean, like, that, would that be might be a good thing. Playoff team sooner than later, certainly. Um, but like the Pelicans getting a, getting Zion with a six percent chance, um, the year that they're gonna lose AD, like fuck off, like no one is fooled. Yeah. Well, all right. So we had some fun NBA talk, and uh, but speaking, and you know, I was saying fun story if the Knicks did this and that. Fun story if the Blazers can contest against the Dubs. Let's turn. To- what is it's it right t- now? Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I was talking about the series in general, but let's see. It is, uh, 73-82. But, uh, yeah, I'm pulling the, I'm pulling the game up on my computer here, but let's turn to not so fun of a story if we, if we might as well, since the small council is technically open right now. Game of Thrones, penultimate episode. It's just penultimate. Pen, oh, I, I, no hard T. Pence would imply that it's the fifth from the end. Well, it's the fifth uh, from the beginning of this season, to be fair. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Pentos is a place people will need to flee to now that King's Landing's burned down. Mentioned in the episode. Oh, yeah. That's where Cersei wanted to go, or they wanted her to go. So, 
listen, you know, I've long, yeah, I've, I've long uh, been spewing my thoughts on this podcast about how the writers have done a, a poor job. And obviously, are you finally starting to come around a little bit on, on my opinion now, Lord Hand? Despite the fact that they... do, Can you at least disagree with me that they completely rushed this, the last two seasons? And it would be better if they didn't do that? I agree. I agree that based on the amount of time that things took in the first six seasons of the show... Um, the amount of time that travel took, the amount of time that word took to get to places, and the amount of time that, like, plots and machinations and, like, subterfuge took to, like, take root. That we are rushing developments in this season. However, I do not agree with the vast majority of people on Twitter and most of my friends um, when they say that, like, this twist, this, like, character turn from Daenerys was not earned. Uh, was not foreshadowed at all. Um, like, it is the only thing they've been doing with this character for seven seasons, is, like, making it clear that she is, and, like, they they made it perfectly clear, um, especially in the, like, next time on, or the, the opposite of that, the, like, remember what happened in the previous episodes, bit before this episode, where the, someone said, like, every time a Targaryen is born, a coin is flipped, like... Everything that Daenerys does, like, you want her to be a revolutionary terrorist. Like, she's burned a bunch of people alive, and they were all bad guys before. But her sanity hangs on a knife edge, just like the fate of this entire world. I I completely understand exactly what they were doing, and I totally agree with it. That, like, yeah, she came over here, and it wasn't like she thought it would be, and she lost all her friends, and uh, she lost two of her children, um, and she went absolutely fucking bonkers, batshit insane, and burned an entire city of people she did not know um, to the ground. I uh, yeah, I mean when you say it like that, I guess, and it's not like it's not foreshadowed at all. But I still don't feel like it was complete. It was earned enough uh, for the complete switch that was thrown. Like, and I think if there was a couple more episodes, they could have dealt with it better. And not just, I mean, for a lot of these people, absolutely, a lot of the characters arcs. Certainly this being one of them. I mean, I, I almost don't want to talk about Jamie's character because I'm just going to get too upset. But uh, Also, I'm going to take a, a quick victory lap. On what? Because Jamie and Brienne are not in love. Jamie and Brienne hooked up because that's what you do with your friends when you've just, like, when you've recently, you know, broken up with somebody. But Jamie was in love with that friend. Jamie knew that the love of his life was going to die and he had to go be with and her. And he didn't even at least her. kill her, put her out of his misery. That Something. I mean, his his arc's ruined. Like, so it... I told you we weren't going to get Valencar. Yeah, but, all right, so it doesn't have to be the Valencar. It doesn't need some prophecy. He, he at least should have some redemption in some way of not just going back to her to die. Like, that's... I don't know. I, I don't know. I I understand what you're saying about Jamie specifically in this last episode. But I do feel like that redemption arc, like, was internal, existed and was internal to himself. Like, he went up north, he did the great captain thing, he fulfilled his destiny, and then the thing that he wanted to do with the rest of his life was be with the woman he loved as she died. Or or try to save her. Um, Like, that is a fulfilling character arc, it's just not what we wanted. That's, I don't know. I can't I can't separate the book developments enough 
with the character in, in the case of Jamie, but I, I, I certainly can't see it happening. Like, I, I could see in the book this Daenerys thing happening to some extent, but I don't see the Jamie thing at all happening. Um, but again, like, I, I feel like, and obviously, a lot, like you said, a lot of people are more of my opinion than yours, it seems like. And some people are just like, yes. oh, why did you have to do this to the character, you know? But she, there was nothing to show us that she was, like, basically now she's irredeemable, right? Like, so... Yeah, Arya is extremely going to kill her. Arya or maybe Jon, I guess, we'll see, but... Um, I She's completely irredeemable now, when there was nothing to... They should have had a few more things along the way, in my opinion, or something else to make us. Sure. It's not more. I mean, yeah, she killed a lot of people before, but again, always, you know, quote unquote bad people, always people that were doing bad things, objectively bad things, like owning slaves and stuff like that. And now she is, you know, uh, killing innocent people with, for no, basically for no reason other than she's angry. Yes, exactly, though. Um, sorry to jump on you. This is, like, the point of the entire show. She's killed a lot of people, and those people had done bad things, and she was trying to free slaves and, like, create a new society. But she was trying to create that society in her image. She just happened to have a decent heart at the beginning. But, like, this show has never been about, like, liberators and, like, happily ever afters. I, uh, famously, if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been right, paying right. attention. This show is about, like, what the constant violence and backbiting of Westeros, like, does to the people that it's happening to. And what it does is, like, churn your soul, like, over and over until you just don't have one anymore. You are just the Mad Queen. You are just the father that you were trying not to be. Uh, I actually think that it's great writing. It's just not what people wanted, and people are very mad about it. I don't know. I, I like the dark turn, ultimately. I think I do like it in theory again, but, but I like, a lot of things I like about the show now are just kind of in theory, because I don't agree that it's great writing. I I feel like good writing would would draw it out better. Uh, obviously not just this plotline, like I said, but, you know, the, it's just not enough to me. Like, the, there's a couple of things. Just in general, how the show is written, I just don't, like, that. I don't, th- I really don't, think most things feel earned at this point and again going back to like i would say it is because of the how the pace used to be but you can't just like the pace the slower pace worked about works better for character development in my opinion and for making things feel earned and realistic it within realistic within the world of the show so yeah she should yeah so that maybe that is the ultimate twist that george r, r. martin's gonna do or if you call it a twist or whatever it is like foreshadowing that She'll go crazy and burn down King Land- King's Landing and kill all these people in the books too. But I mean, and that uh, you know, it it is like it is pretty rough. Even just uh, if we could just talk about it, you know, I don't have to just complain about the writing. You know, we could talk about what actually happened. So it is pretty rough, like the show in general. And I think we should do a post show wrap up anyway. Might need more than one pod for that, but uh, after we see the finale, but. It's pretty rough to, like, and in the books, too, like, have this as one of the main characters that you're essentially, even if you're not, like, rooting for her, it's your favorite character. It's essentially a protagonist, a main protagonist Mm -hmm. that pulls, like, a pretty, like I said, she's pretty irredeemable at this point. Cersei, and and not not to mention uh, making Cersei, obviously, she's irredeemable, too. Maybe (laughs) that's not your opinion, but... 
But like making her the trying to, it seems like they're trying to show somewhat pity for her at the end too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, uh, and to jump in here, like, sorry again. Like, that's been the whole point of the show and the books the whole time. Like, there are no good guys and bad guys. Like, there are no, the, there are no, like, heroes of destiny who are going to come and, like, free the people from the Mad Queen Cersei. Like, there are only other more brutal people who are brutal enough to take the city from her even after she let all the people, like, into the, well, within the walls of the Red Keep. Like... That is actually the perfect ending for Game of Thrones. Uh, Because the whole time, you know, especially in the books, when people keep saying, like, in the books the character said this thing and this, so therefore, like, the character wouldn't have made this decision. But, like, in the books the whole time, the point has been, you know, these guys are not necessarily the good guys, and these guys, the Lannisters, are not necessarily the bad guys. They're all characters in in their own stories, and in their own stories, they are the protagonists, and therefore they must do or they will do what they feel that they must. Um, And if, you know, that's... If what they feel they must is fuck their brother and, you know, firebomb half the city in order to keep their power, like, they will do that. Um, Alternatively, if what they feel they must do is burn an entire city in order to capture it, because there's no other way, because what you've been told your entire life is an absolute lie, and no one on this continent remembers your name or will ever recognize you as queen then you 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 take what you have and what you have is a big ass fucking dragon but again she won like that's the thing like she had it won already you know there was that's what that's what happened there is no need for yeah and she's not fit to rule which is the whole which the show at least has been telling us for three seasons and we wouldn't fucking listen sorry i i talked over you go ahead no i don't know what i was even trying to say but Oh, I guess just because, like, well, you said the only way, and yeah, this wouldn't have been nat- narratively satisfying, but it, but the, it's not like you're, you're saying the only um, way is for another more brutal person to come in. But technically, look, if John Dragon didn't die, he could have jumped on there. He would have obviously just killed whatever, got it done as quick as so. Uh, someone theoretically could do it. It's just like, it, like the the it could have been taken. I mean, that's how the show is though ice and fire is to you like you you looked at you want to see the, you see things how they could be and but that doesn't happen mm-hmm. like that because that's not how life goes usually right and then it's just frustrating to you i don't know but it's just like in this case and with the uh, everything in the recent seasons it's just like it uh it's it's hard it's harder for me to go along with that whole theory of like this is how life really is so that's like it's just showing what will really happen, you know, when they take all the shortcuts elsewhere, including with the character development. I mean, you said that you didn't like the the, the clug in ball scene, right? But I don't. But it was, But at least Sandor Clegane had, in my opinion, one of the only like completed arcs of characters that died. Like, yeah, it was it was neat. It was neatly tied into a bow. So I mean, at least there's that. I don't know. The, the scene was okay to me. I mean, it was predictable, but it was about, you know, it was fine. Um, I like that Arya called him Sandor. I thought it was, like, really poor action. Well, I mean, it's not like uh, he's undead, literally. So it's that, that's another thing that's never going to be satisfying anyway. He's basically already dead. Yeah, you yeah. Know, like he says, he, this is what you always were, a monster. So 
could stab him a bunch of times, it won't matter. But I, I like the aspect of like everything falling down around them, and I like to kill a shot of him pushing him off. Like that that's fitting to me. Like the only mm-hmm. the only way to end this and take you down is just we just have to go down together. Like that uh, that affected his whole life, and then that's like all. That's really the only purpose he had left. Literally was to do that. So even though it's ultimately pointless. And that's kind of the message of this, the show in general, but this episode especially, like revenge is utterly pointless, you know, which <laughs> yeah. I think is a theme some people don't always like as well, which might be why there's some blowback too, but I have no problem with that one. I, I And I said, I, I don't mind the darker ending, but it's just, um, yeah, it's just my typical issue with how it, how it is now. And I don't, I, I do think it could be written a lot smarter, not even just in the plotting and character development, but just in everything, like. And there was, so, I, uh, well, I don't know how Amelia Clark feels about this. She's probably not, like, thrilled that the character went this way. But um, there was, like, an interview with Peter Dinklage I saw a clip of where he's just, like, they're asking about the writers or whatever, people of backlash, and he's, like, going, like, uh, David and Dan are the best writers on TV, and you're going to be wowed by that. Like, he literally seems like he's, like, being held hostage with a gun to his head to, like, to, like say that they're good writers, yeah. so... I think uh, I I don't know I think it's like and now they're doing Star Wars too and people are saying you know like that that is fitting for them because well, those movies are bad now too or unsatisfying I don't know I, it's the same people and it, it's the same people and it's the exact same reaction um, I don't know that I should say it's the same people there are different whatever um, but it's the exact same reaction people are having to Game of Thrones that they were having to Star Wars when Last Jedi came out where it's like Literally, I could rewrite every criticism of The Last Jedi uh, as they should have let me write it. Um, And that's how I feel about people's reaction to Game of Thrones. That's, like, it's just, like, people are complaining because it's not what they thought would happen. And, and like, there's people are saying things like it wasn't earned or they didn't do enough character development. But they absolutely did, like, especially in the case of Daenerys. They certainly didn't do it for the White Walker stuff. You have to at least admit that, right? They didn't. They didn't uh, draw that out enough. It was too quick for me. Um, how they got rid of the White Walkers, but then once they did, it was like, oh, of course, this was always about this other thing. This show, this story, was always about this other thing: the the human beings and the violence that human beings do to each other. Yeah. So. And maybe the books don't end that way. Like, maybe the books give us a more satisfying fantasy ending where, like, well, all the realms of mankind band together at the last hour to, like, whatever, 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 which is exactly what I expected and, frankly, what I wanted when this began. No, that's not going to happen. Everyone's not going to band together completely. I mean, well, I don't know who's to say never, but I, I for there, it's so hard to tell because... They're not written. They probably will never be finished, in my opinion. But hopefully, I'm wrong. It, it, they're not. Uh, going to be but also, he can rewrite anything he wants at this point. So it's not like he has it like in a vault. I'm assuming, and it's like the ending's written already. He could do whatever he wants, and if he sees all backlash to that, how this is, he could change it anyway, even if that was the ending. So yeah. I would have put a pass. It could also that. paralyze him for three more years. Yeah. Oh man, I want them wins a winner. I just want the. I just want the. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. I just want the, and I know a book's different than than something film, but I just want like the intric- intricate nature, which is my favorite part of Ice and Fire. 
Sure. And and it just doesn't it just can't happen now with the show. But um I guess we should so well what else? I mean, yeah, I don't want to talk more about Jamie. Um uh, Varys obviously was the start of the thing. I guess was he trying to poison her and it didn't work out? I mean he should Yes, he was trying to poison her and she wouldn't eat because she was grieving so hard. Uh which same my guy. Um uh and then like Tyrion told on him and he got fucking roasted. Yeah. And Tyrion's probably gonna get well, I here's what I think. I mean we could say what we think's gonna happen in the finale. I obviously Danny's gonna be pissed at Tyrion. Um so I'm thinking she'll wanna have him killed as well, but I don't really think Tyrion's gonna die, so I think she's gonna die first. I don't think so either. Now it could be Arya I kind of think it might be John, even though it seems set up like it'll be Arya. She'll kill the, this other queen. I still think it's overkill for her to kill all these like main characters. But it, but again, I'm I'm starting to lean. I I'm starting to think it. John, or it could even be a murder suicide thing with John because he still doesn't want to be the king, right? But uh, maybe he's like he has to take her out and just, and it's like a reverse Jamie. Cersei like they well not really reverse I guess but maybe something where he the only way to take her out is for them both to die it might be some type of twi- dramatic twist like that otherwise because the, the reason I'm thinking that is because I just don't see if Arya just come in, comes in and does it I don't really see what John is going to do in this episode I feel like Arya convinces him that like this needs to happen he kills Daenerys he tells Tyrion what needs to happen with the realm just like uh yeah there there can't be anyone who sits on the iron throne like no everyone king. who seeks power is unworthy of it uh no king figure out how to set a council etc etc we're gonna have like democracy whatever and then John the, rides the fuck north to go join um ghost um and I've been wrong at every turn in this season and I've actually been delighted to be wrong but like that's that's currently what I think might happen no let's see if he's gonna live I definitely think he would obviously go north um I mean I guess there's a possibility he just says I will be the king but I don't really I don't know it's so hard for me to say because I feel like they'll just not do I, I make up these like yeah these like or not even make up I mean I think a lot of people thought Jamie was gonna go to kill Cersei last time based on how they set it up but no so I don't make this intricate thing and then it's just like a simple nothing you know but I knew that that wasn't going to happen the whole time and I told you uh because everyone had such a boner for the Valonqar and there was no way that they were gonna let you have that like I don't know we've been watching the same show for years that I mean the to me, it makes the, the character progression doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. I'm totally fine with what happened, Jamie. Uh, we, we yeah, we 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 did this, but yeah, I, I saw already said I don't want to talk about it more. I keep bringing it up, but um. So what what else though? I mean, what what happens with Sansa? She's gonna be queen of the North, or there is no queen kings, or what? Yeah, I mean, Sansa rules the North. Like that's definitely what happens to her. Uh, I don't know how they set it up specifically with the like realm at large, but maybe maybe Bran decides to go with Tormund at this point, cause or will she even have anything to do? No, uh, Brienne is absolutely like the like knight captain of her like Queen's Guard. Like her her stories resolved. Yeah, well, 
Yeah, so she should have just ended up dying, in my opinion, too. Then that would have been. Uh, if this is if this is how her thing ends, like, I mean, I guess like mm-hmm. she gets, finally gets with Jamie, and then he leaves. Like, I guess that's an okay ending, but it would been more fitting for me to just have her get the night in and then get, you know, die and thing, and it will at least put more stakes to that that uh, battle as well. But whatever. Um, I don't know, Braun, is he going to come back in and, like, actually take that castle he wants or whatever? I mean, I mean from whom? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I guess. Yeah, uh, Gendry, I mean, like, these people are supposed to get... I mean, I guess... I was thinking, like, how is Gendry actually going to get Storms on, like, even if she gives it, says he can have it? Like, he, who, who is he going to... Whoever is, like, taking it over right now isn't going to let him just waltz in and take it. But I guess after it, mm-hmm. what happened in King's Landing, if she wants him to have it, I guess he'll have it. Um... Yeah, I mean, I get. I think also, like, all these people who have been promised castles and lordships by, like, the conquering queen, who is going to be murdered next episode. Like, yeah, well, that's the thing. So, ultimately, it won't matter, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't... I can't think of anything that's going to ex- really excite me about the finale, which is obviously pretty disappointing, but... Um, I'm, I'm personally just excited to, like, figure it out. Like, I'm excited to see how it ends yeah i mean i just can't i just can't put myself through having the hope like i want there to be some it doesn't have to be a crazy twist or any twist i want them to be something that's been seated in from the beginning that happens in the finale that like everything clicks in and makes a little bit of sense but i just don't know what that would really be something with brand maybe but again dude that's so confusing and like i was saying about the time travel thing it has to come back in some way or what he can do with affecting the past but maybe not I don't know, man. I don't know. And now the Starks are tied to this whole atrocity, too, which is pretty fucked. I don't know if you can do anything about that. Yeah, that is... Um, they, there were Northmen in the city. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really know where we can go. I mean, the, I'm trying to think who, which character haven't we touched on that's left. I assume Yara Greyjoy is not coming back at all, which I did say when... In her last scene in episode one or whatever of this season, I was like, it kind of seems like that's a wrap on her, like the way that that went out. Yeah, yeah, you did. And turns out... Turns out? Oh, yeah. So, that, that, that's, I, yeah. Thought you were, I thought you were cutting off the sentence somewhere. Um, I was thinking about this, which this clearly definitely won't happen, but I did think it would be kind of funny if... Um, you know how Laria was like sp- should have still been alive in the dungeon, like Cersei was keeping her alive uh Ilaria sand if the dungeon didn't get destroyed which it's possible it didn't like literally every single thing didn't get it's underground maybe that's maybe that didn't get destroyed it would be funny if like danny got her out of there and they were just like the crazy like that's like our new friend like two crazy women like because she's probably been driven completely mad by by that so it could just be like that could be like our new her new friend to be crazy with well, I don't know. It's only been technically, like, four days in story time, so... Oh, well, who knows. It really should be, like, two years or something, but... Um, also, yeah, Arya and uh, the Hound show up at the same time as everyone else. That's highly convenient. <laughs> like, what, were they, what was taking them so long? Like, they... Yeah. Uh, they're just, like, camping out, having fun. Uh, I mean, the dire- directionally, I, I, I like the direction on this one from Sapochnik better than, than the other episode he did this season, the uh, the Northern Battle. It was it was really... Well, it was, it was more legible. Yeah, because it was during the day. 
and the fire was brightening things up. But yeah, it was a, it was cool to look at a lot of it, you know, the, the massacre. But yeah, um, but yeah, hard to watch nonetheless. And then did Arya just got kind of got those people killed? I mean, maybe they probably would have died anyway if they stayed where they were. But there is that whole part too. Where, mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I, I like that she got saved by them kind of in the first place or they helped her. So I yeah. like it when they show that she's not Superman. I think that was important for them to do based on what happened early in the season. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess I don't got too much else unless you want to uh, look at the game as uh, the, the Warriors are going to win this one. Yeah, they, they're back up by like 15. Yeah, two and a half, 245 left, so... We could switch back to some NBA stuff if you want, or if you want uh, any more throwing stuff going on. But yeah, I think you're you're kind of the uh, the reverse opinion of most people right now, or at least that I've seen online and stuff. And obviously, people that are upset about stuff always make more noise. But in my opinion, justified. Yeah, it's one of those rare occasions where the hot take is the correct take. In my opinion, <laughs> the hot take, huh? What, what, um, is there anything that, I just feel like there's nothing that could happen in the finale that you would be like, you wouldn't like at this point, or be satisfied with. What would it be? What would, what could happen in the finale that would, like, Yeah, or that you'd be like, alright, this writing wasn't that good. I would be really bothered with, like, Danny getting to rule, like, with, with no one trying to stop her. At this point. Yeah, I mean, that's not really anything realistic that would happen in real life or right at that point that's very unrealistic like especially given like when people are talking like this this all happened without setup which is incorrect as we've discussed um but like literally we've set up how Arya and Jon are going and Tyrion are going to try to stop her because they absolutely can't stand this um if this show ends with Danny on the Iron Throne and, and, and no moves have been made against her. Um, that'll really bother me. Did um, we see the, also, the throne get I, destroyed, by the way? Sorry to cut you off. No, we did not see that. Okay. Uh, so we, she, could, we might she probably see will next sit time. next time. Yeah. Um, I also kind of had a thought earlier today where, like, it might absolutely end that way uh, with, with Danny on the Iron Throne and everyone's just, like seems pretty tense and then the series ends as the series you know began 20 years before it started with you know people deciding to do robert's rebellion 2.0 to like get the mad queen off the throne yeah i mean that would be an interesting that's a that's another route it could take i don't i don't know if they'll do that but like that's a path that no, I see. No, I don't think she's going to be surviving the finale. But it would be interesting if she does in some way. That would at least be unexpected. Um, I guess what happened in this episode was somewhat unexpected. But I don't know. I mean, I thought she would go. Most people thought she was taking the mid turn after episode four. But maybe didn't see this extremeness of her what happened, you know. Thought it would play out in a different way. Um, yeah, because she's even killing her own troops, too, and everything, of course. Like, basically... So, yeah, I don't know. She can't really talk her way out of this one. The, the Grey Worm and whoever on site or Dothraki left will just have to, like, kill everyone she wants or, or the Drogon, obviously. But she's, like, you know, there's no way she'd be able to get away with it. But it would be interesting if the show ended like that because there's only the one episode, like, and it's, like, in the future, like you're saying, I guess that's a plotting. But I don't, I don't see that 
being the case in the show or the book, so... But we'll see. Um, what about you? Like, what could satisfy you at this point? Like I said, I mean, I don't know what it is specifically, but like I said uh, a minute ago, like, something that I can see the bones of that was set up somewhat, like, throughout the show, or something that clicks into place and, like, it's like, okay. But, you know, I... With, with the characters that are literally left alive. I mean, I want Sansa. I, I always wanted Sansa to kind of come out on top. And Arya, too, to like to, to an extent. But just the way they make her Superman is kind of annoying now. But um, the... Yeah, I, I want this, those, the Stark sisters specifically to like have a, a cool ending. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of, I guess, rule the North, which is probably what's going to happen, I guess. But... Um, uh, I, I really I really can't barely answer the question I guess because I don't I don't really know what it could be at this point something unexpected and surprising I'll just still keep something on it something I can't predict uh, along with along with that the thing I can't predict it not being something stupid or that's that wasn't uh, set up well so <laughs> yeah it's tall order you know um, basically like the the kid from Malcolm in the Middle gif or meme right now where he's like saying I'm uh I expect nothing and I'm still disappointed yeah classic shit man all right but uh but yeah so another depressing small council uh and yeah what what type of monarch does that just burns down things undiscriminately in a blind ridge I would never do something like that as king of the absolutely the worst kind yeah, and Brooklyn's fine right now. It certainly isn't smoldering in most parts. Lordham's definitely still alive somewhere. We'll, we'll check in with him next time, hopefully. Yeah, he's around. I'm sure of it. And uh, hopefully the Blazers can get game two, and hopefully we get a good Bucks raptors series. And uh, hopefully the, the Pellies don't ruin a Zion. And, uh, yeah, that's about all. that's about all I have. As king over Brooklyn Rebound Network. Well, I'm, I'm going to just say I'm the king of... The king of the pod is just king of Brooklyn Rebound Network. All right, you are... Uh, what do you think about that? You're you're doing everything that you want to do. And uh, I guess I can't stop you. Because you have a dragon. Damn right. And in fact, you should be helping me do it. So, as my hand, so... I'm... And like... And I will say, Lord Hand, uh, your, your next mistake will be your last mistake. Deal. I'm begging you to kill me. <laughs> That's gonna be a tweet from you later <laughs> later this week probably. Working on it. But right you now. gotta work you gotta work the show into it. Alright. So that'll do it for the small council on Brooklyn Rebound Network for this week. Join us back next time we'll talk the finale. Like I said before, maybe we'll do I wanna do probably a couple more episodes wrapping this whole thing up. And when we, when we have the full backdoor view of it, if that's a term. Uh, and, and look out for more NBA pods coming soon to the feed here. Subscribe and all that. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Pod Boys Productions.